today we're going to be talking about goal setting and how we can use some aspects of Chinese medicine and just some tips that I've picked up over the years through studying psychology and thinking about those psychological things from a Chinese medicine, particularly a five element perspective, to help you to set goals and to get to where you want to go to in the future. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Chinese Medicine Podcast. It's Marie Hopkinson here. I'm a herbalist and an acupuncturist. If you struggle with things like SMART goals and you don't know how to do those things, um, then this is the video for you. We're not going to talk about how to do a SMART goal. We're going to talk about how you get to the idea of getting to a goal and how do we cha challenge in ourselves or address some of those blockages where you're like, I, I feel like my heart's broken. I, I can't even think about the future or you've struggled to think about the future um, you might have experienced a loss I'll give you some acupressure points you can use to help yourself to get to this point and to actually work out okay I can why can't I see a future or why am I struggling with that and it might not be something that you've always struggled with maybe this year it's you're struggling with it um, so hopefully this video will help you with those things. So let's dive into this. Hopefully at the end of this, you'll be more empowered to set your goals and to decide what you want for yourself and to know that that's really your goals. Um, okay, so if you're not a subscriber, make sure you hit that subscribe um, thing. Bing, 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 bing. Subscribe and ding that notification bell and all your dreams will come true. <laughs> um, so what are goals and why should we set them? Um, it's a good idea to have something, an idea of something to look forward to something where we feel like we can move forward into it. And I think that's a good idea from a Chinese medicine perspective because it helps promote movement. And if we don't have movement, we have stagnancy. We get blocked, we get stuck. So nothing is ever going to just stay the same just because you don't move around. Um, it's not just going to stay the same. It's going to start to go backwards. It's going to start to get blocked and stuck. And what keeps us um, healthy and stops disease in many instances in Chinese medicine is a flow. And what you're doing when you go to have an acupuncture session is they're essentially getting things moving. That's all that we do is we're getting things moving in a certain direction and we're working with what you, your body's already got to kind of get things moving. And that's what you're doing with exercise. That's what you're doing with things like yoga and stretching. So movement is a big part of life physically and it should also be a part of life mentally. Now, Different people resonate with different ways of setting goals or different ideas. You know, some people like to set big giant goals and achieve a little bit of it um, and they're happy with that. Some people like, I have to, they're more ambitious than others. Others are like, I'll just, I'll just, you know, don't pressure me. I don't want to be pressured. I just want to move forward at my own pace. So if you'd like to, if you'd like to do something different, this video might be for you if you feel like I'd like to, but I'm not sure how to and, and you've struggled with that. Now, if you are into the personality types of Chinese medicine. Um, you, there's certain types that are better at setting goals than others. Wood types are generally probably pretty good at setting goals um, because they tend to be a bit more ambitious and a bit adventurous. And even metal types um, and uh, well, earth, uh, sorry, um, metal types and water types are probably better at setting goals than the other types, you know, or I'm not saying the others don't set goals, but probably just better at it. So, um, if you know you might not be watching this if you're a wood type i'm a wood type of person so i can kind of <laughs> find this very easy to talk about and kind of kind of identify um in other people very easily that that's kind of something that's lacking sometimes just that lack of movement um in their life and sort of um that's what something to think about when you first start thinking about goal setting so um 
the idea of being able to see yourself further on in the track, like see yourself, what do you see for your future, um, seeing a future for yourself, um, projecting like what do I want five years from now, ten years from now, knowing that that life planning is a wood element aspect. Now, it doesn't mean you have to be that personality type to um, be able to do that. Everyone has all of the elemental types in our body. But that particular thing is related to certain things in our body. It's related to movement. So if you're struggling to know what you want for yourself, you may have liver cheese stagnation or cheese stagnation, wood element stagnation in some way, shape or form. So if you find yourself like feeling very um, tight around the bottom of your ribs or annoyed there or tight there, pain there, um, you're sighing a lot, you find yourself getting frustrated and angry more easily or you're less flexible than you'd like to be. Uh, you might find yourself being snappy. Um, you could have extreme PMS, premenstrual symptoms, premenstrual tension, whatever you want to call it. These, the various disorders that go along with that. Um, it, those things, not uh, I'm not saying you've got a disorder if you can't plan your life, but these things are associated with it. And the other thing that's associated with it is very important to think about is the season of springtime. So in Australia, we have spring just before summer. Obviously, everyone has that. <laughs> but we have that at this time of the year. So I'm sitting here right now in the new year. It's like a few days into the new year. And it's summer. So we've just had spring. So you've, we've got a momentum naturally. I don't know what it's like to live in a country where it's cold and you're in winter. And that's like you don't have that momentum of, of, of life. So when you should when should you really be doing your new things? You should be doing them in spring. And you kind of want to think about that. Obviously, all through the year, you're thinking about that. But the time to launch out and do that new thing is actually in springtime because you're going with the momentum of the season. And it's going to be heaps easier than starting something, especially starting something in the middle of winter or at the start of winter even, as you're coming into winter. So that's just something to think about. In the background of life, you've got this momentum. You've got this momentum going from the, the movement. It's the movement of yin and yang. So winter is a yin time. Summer is a yang time. And so if you want more activity, something different, especially something like, you know, you're like, I don't want my life to be the same. I want to be completely different. The springtime is the best season to kind of start doing that. Now, you might think, okay, start of 2023, Marie, I don't want to um, wait, you know, <laughs> till spring, which might be for you, um, uh, well, it wouldn't be that, it will be if you're in Australia, it'd be, you know, a long time to wait. Um, it Maybe it is better for you to think about that now in winter and then as spring starts to come, which might be sort of what, um, March or something, you can start to launch into that. So your year might actually naturally start more likely then so you don't have to set your goals at the start of the year right new year new me all this sort of stuff you can do new you new you at any moment in the day <laughs> any moment in the year um we can change but there's reasons why things are easier at certain times because of that momentum that's happening from the changing of the environment and it's literally the they're not talking about anything woo-woo, like, you know, some kind of spiritual stars, movements or anything like that. I'm talking about just the, the momentum that happens from the seasons, from the weather changing. 
right because you're moving into this kind of warmness you see what happens with nature things are moving out of their shell literally like that's what people say I'm, oh, I'm coming out of my shell like you go into your shell to protect yourself in winter winter's a time of like um, consolidation protection you know staying safe and staying away from the predators and then spring is like oh well, i'm going to come out you can't stay away from the predators forever you have to come out you have to emerge because if you're a little animal you would have collected all your you know things to keep you in hibernation even like think of just those things not all animals don't obviously do all these things but this principle this general idea of nature winter's a season of storage hibernation not really sort of going forth and doing new stuff so if you're feeling if you're on the other side of the world to me and you're feeling like, oh, I don't really feel it, that's normal. That's that's okay, right? I don't. If you don't feel the, feel like it, you would shouldn't feel like doing anything new right now. It's kind of you know, you could you should be thinking about it, but you might not feel like doing it. So you could really maximize that benefit of like, bang, okay, I'm going to go into this with that power. Particularly if it's something like a new exercise program, like I'm going to do, I want to lose weight. Let's say. And I did that for myself. I chose spring particularly to do this thing that I've I mentioned on my channel before called 75 hard. And I basically just did it in that spring. Now, the other thing is if you're going to be doing something that requires you to be outdoors more, the weather is more kinder to your body in those transitional seasons, right? So in spring and in autumn, whereas in summer, mate, it's bang, it's bloody hot. In winter, it's, you know, especially if you live in a place where it snows, it's going to be freezing cold. So <clears throat> that's something to remember, right? So don't put, be too hard on yourself if, if the seasons aren't aligning, if you're not feeling it exactly right. You know, January 1, you're not feeling exactly like being a new person and doing something different. So now let's think about how we can start to plan. These are my personal tips for, for you if you're feeling this a struggle. I'm going to go through some various struggles that I know people face and how you can overcome those with some acupressure points and some sort of self-help kind of tools that I've developed so first thing I would do is to try to um, create a space literally a space in your house um, go to a park it's if you, especially if you're feeling stuck and you don't know how to set your goals or you don't know what to think about how to do this thinking go somewhere new go to somewhere different um, even if you if you're if you can't leave your house for some reason go to a different place that you don't hang out in don't be in a place where there's a lot of clutter um, that is not going to facilitate the free thinking that you kind of need to, to change. So if you've if you if you're in a very messy environment, like I'm a person that can tolerate a lot of mess um, because I don't care about it so much. But then it, there comes a point in in the time where I'm like, ah, oh, I got to clean up. And I also notice that when I is a cleaner space, I feel better in that cleaner space. Like I don't like the idea. I don't like doing them for the cleaning up and I find that difficult and you know I've had to work on that to, to make, mean that I don't become a, a clutterer person but it's definitely good for me and I have spaces that I have like my office is just completely clear like the office where I see my patients in so sometimes I go in there and I can just sit in there big nice white walls and just think at that desk and there's nothing else there to distract me sometimes I've done this at cafes so you just take what you need do not take your phone and your iPad and all these things that are going to distract you if you can't help yourself oh I'll just quickly look on Facebook oh I'll just quickly oh what is Johnny saying 
that is not helpful to this process. So get an exercise book or a notebook or something you can write down, even just some blank sheets of paper. I love big giant sheets of paper. I also use a lot of whiteboards. So you can have a big giant whiteboard. Um, and so there's different ways of doing this, right? Now, so you want to get into a space where you can get in the zone and just allow your mind to be free. So whatever works for you it might be being outside in the park. If nature inspires you and you know that helps you, go go for a hike, go for a camping weekend or something like that where you just go, okay, I'm going to go camping and I'm not going to be distracted by something. So you're forcing yourself to have this time. Um, people that I know that are high-level business people do this and they do like a little retreat weekend away and they just sort of go away so that they're not distracted by even their own kids and just life, right? So you're just only, okay, I'm just going to be focusing on this one thing for this time. If some of those things that I've said are really difficult for you, then um, just go to a new place in your home or lie down, right? Find a place to lie down. Close your eyes and then ask yourself some of these questions. Now, this may take a few days, not of lying down in that one space for, <laughs> for a few days, but it may take you a few days to come up with the answers for yourself. But ask yourself some big questions like, where would you like to be this time next year? And you have to allow your brain or your mind to answer or yourself to answer without the constraints of, oh, well, I know that what I want isn't possible or oh, that will be too hard or that might cost me a lot of time, energy, money, whatever it is, you know, or that's not appropriate, that's not, not appropriate, but that's not possible for me. I'm not one of those special people or whatever. So try your best to remove those constraints. Now I'm not saying I'd like to be able to fly and, you know, cause we can't fly. I mean, pretty sure we can't fly those kinds of things. Right. But I mean like, you know, if you've had a business and the business hasn't been doing well all those years and you're like, I'd like my business to be profitable, that's not an unreasonable goal just because it hasn't been profitable all those times. But because it hasn't, it's going to be your, your, your realistic side of your brain is going to go, oh, but, you know, you know, for these reasons come into your mind. So if that's happening, just try to push that aside or let, just let that go. You can use mindfulness to kind of the practice of mindfulness is like allowing that thought to happen and not being attached to it, just letting it go. Okay. So ask yourself this, if there was no constraints, if there were no constraints, like there was financial constraints, health constraints, time constraints, you know, your, your partner involved or whatever is, you know, these constraints that you have, if you didn't have those, um, what would you, what would what would you like to be at this time next year? You know, where would you like to be? Maybe even in five years or ten years or whatever the where, however you feel that you can look look forward into the future too. Um, if you're struggling with 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 that um, idea, um, and it's even even a struggle to kind of think like that, you might give it a try first, right? Don't just say, "Oh, that's a struggle. I'm not going to do that." Um, another idea that can work for you is to get a whole bunch of magazines. Now, I like to do this with magazines because it's harder. It's it's possible with something like Google to do it on a Google search, but you can't really sort of browse through. So what I do is I've even gone to um, secondhand shops and picked up a massive stack of magazines, right? And... What you do is you flip through the magazines and you look for any picture 
that you like. It might be something like, oh, I'd like my home to look like that. Oh, I really like that color. Um, I really like um, the ki- the way those kids are smiling. I like that. You know, oh, I want to have kids. That reminds me of kids, right? Or there's a baby there. I want to have a baby. So whatever those things are. Uh, it might be like a, I've done it before when I've been single thinking I'd like to find a partner. What would my partner look like? You know, just these things like what am I looking for in a person? And cut out those pictures don't put too much value on them or think they have to mean anything just if it sparks your interest you just cut it out and you put it all in a big box plastic bag whatever and then you take the time to spread them all out onto a big piece of paper get a big giant piece of butcher's paper or whatever you can get and you just glue them all down in some kind of assortment that's called a vision board right so I've done this at multi-level marketing things where people I don't I don't do multi-level marketing but my parents just drag me drag me along to like their Amway meetings and whatnot when I was a kid and they'd have these whole weekends and people would be oh I'm gonna be retire young retire rich and get a Ferrari and all this stuff and they'd make people cut all this stuff out and do these vision boards but it's actually very powerful when you it's powerful anyway but it's also very powerful when you're not sure how to articulate something with words but a picture might just oh that strikes me and you don't have to necessarily know what that means. Like I sometimes cut a picture up because I like the color and it's like a bench top. And I'm like, I like, I like that color. There's something about that's resonating something to me or the look of that, or that reminds me of clean and tidy. And I want my life to be clean and tidy this year or something like that. Whatever it works for you. It might be very, might be fashionable and you're like, oh, I want to be a bit more fashionable this year. Or I want, um, I want to study. So you might find a picture of someone studying or books. And then you can also get, you know, more fancy and go on Google Images. and But I'd encourage you to print this stuff out so then you can see it and you can then you can look at that and you can ask yourself, what is it about that that's appealing to me? Why, why am I interested in that? What's, you know, and I've also done this before when I've had a shop. One of my friends who helped me start my shop, um, he gave me this idea and he said, well, what you need to do is make a, a vision board about your, I don't even know if he called it a vision board, but he was like, you know, a, a storyboard, that's what he called it, for, um, for the for the stuff you've got to buy for the store right like what kind of what what clothing so it all has a theme and because i was going to china to buy stuff and you know otherwise it just you're at the mercy of whatever you see in the markets there so it kind of gives you a guide does this fit with this theme does this fit with this idea does this fit with who like i'm talking about for you who i am who i'm trying to become um successful right that means lots of things to different people right so it might be family and so there might be just or or buying a home might be a massive goal that you've always wanted to achieve so it doesn't have to necessarily be for this year it but it might be for something for your future so these are just ideas if you're struggling to see a future for yourself or see yourself with a better future these are things you can try so you could try that lying down in a different place go to go to a new place think about that ask yourself those big questions one of the big questions I'd ask yourself, um, you know, just by itself or in addition to doing the vision board thing is what do you love to do that you would easily do for no money? What is something that you would think, oh, you, you, I could just do this and you might get paid to do it, right? But you think I would still, if there was no money in this, no, there was no way for me to make money from it, I still would want to do it. And that is a great thing to be churning your life towards somehow. So it might mean that 
so let's say it's like looking after your kids and you're like, I just love being a mom and I love looking after my kids and I'd want to have more kids or, you know, I want to homeschool them or whatever you want to do. So I just want to spend more time with them. But you still need to go to work and make money. You still need to provide for them. Otherwise, you'd be not a good parent for them. And, you know, it's very hard to survive with a single income, as a single income family, even if there's two people there and one's got one's earning the income. Often the other person can't stay at home because it's hard to survive on that income so that might then drive you that goal of wanting to be the best parent that you can be or dad you can be I wasn't I'm just saying mum because I'm a female um that might then drive you towards your career decisions for that year so you might it might drive you towards a career that allows you the flexibility to be home with your kids when you want to be home with your kids or to be able to have some time to work from home or whatever it is or run your business like that whereas if you're aspirations are to enjoy what you do in your job and you're like I hate what I do right now I have lots of patients that have told me that you know just like they're working a corporate job or something and they just really dislike it and they've changed and run their own business and they're like oh, I'm earning heaps less money in my own business but I actually enjoy that more and they wouldn't give it up because they you know they wouldn't go back to the corporate world earning all that extra money they were like that extra money actually wasn't bringing me any happiness so there's different goals for different different strokes for different folks, right? <laughs> different goals for different people. I'm not here to judge you on your goals. Like um, if you want to earn a million or a million dollars isn't that much these, these days, but if you want to earn a million dollars a month and that's going to be your goal and you want to, you know, be, um, you know, massively successful financially and that's all you care about, great. If that's what you want to do, then do that, right? So set the goals that are, you know, working for you. Uh all right, so if you struggle to set goals and you're still struggling after these <laughs> after these things, there's some things you can do. So one is you could wait for springtime to come closer to you. That will help. Um, the other thing is you can do exercise and do things in your life that create physical movement. It's going to help you get towards a better flow because your, your wood element likes movement, doesn't like stagnation. So here are some things you can do to stop stagnation. One is to go for a walk. 45 minute walk I'd recommend the time even half an hour do some stretching yoga so there's lots of yoga videos you can do that are yin yoga easy to do if you're overweight and you find doing yoga hard and you or you don't exercise much go for a walk or do that yin yoga um, and you that stretching is actually part of your sinews which is your tendons and that's related to the wood element and to the liver and the gallbladder particularly stretching the sides of the body okay you can do the little exercise where you put your hands on your hips and you say i'm a little teapot where your thumb hits is a gallbladder at the end of that rib sorry is a gallbladder point and you can just rub around that area so i'm just going to stand up here so you can see you can just kind of rub around there tapping there all that stuff around the side but that particular point is going to be kind of here um where it's just at the end of that um, rib so the free the, the end of the free rib the, the 12th rib so you can do those movement things right um, another food that's good is some um, citrus the citrus flavor so citrus smells um, that's another thing I should probably mention is just like getting access to um, a different environment in terms of what you can smell like scents can actually help you not sort of smelling horrible putrid things but um, certain smells are more uplifting than others. So mandarin, tangerine, orange, 
Um, these lemon, these citrus scents are really good for moving liver chi, moving chi. So moving that wood chi, so helping that movement. Okay. Um, so these are the things we could do. We can exercise. You can um, do breathing exercises. You could do some Wim Hof breathing. You can look that, look that up. Um, do the gallbladder channel rubbing. Um, and so these are some of the things you can do, right? Um, eating pungent foods, eating citrus foods. So um, not too much citrus um, because it's sour and it kind of contains things, but the aromaticness of the citrus, I should say, is probably what helps you. So like aged tangerine peel is a herb in Chinese medicine, Chen Pei. You can make a similar one yourself with orange peels that you just dry and you make a tea out of it. And that kind of aids the movement of qi, like it helps move move energy, but it also stops dampness. And that's a like Chen Pei tea, right? Flower teas, so hua in Chinese medicine. Hua in Chinese is the word for flower. So a lot of these herbs, like ju hua, which is chrysanthemum flowers, or rose, mei gui hua, stuff like that. Those things can be useful to move and aromatically yeah, open. Um, all right, now, if you're still struggling with some of these things, there can be other reasons for it. Um, psychological things that are going on for you. Um, you might need it, it might be helpful for you to talk to a professional person. But acupuncture also has this esoteric kind of side to it, and some practitioners are more into this than others so if you are going to like seek out a practitioner for this reason i would have a chat to them first to make sure this is something that they do because not all practitioners will be into be into it or be able to do it be trained in it um, and some are more trained in different sides of it than others but there are there's definitely acupuncture can be very beneficial in moving stagnant liver chi so if you're sort of stuck and you're like okay i've tried the exercise i've tried the thing but i'm still sighing i'm still frustrated i'm still angry well, acupuncture is one of the things that is so helpful to move chi. And that's why people generally feel great afterwards. They just feel like this weight is off their shoulders. They feel like a burden's been lifted. Very helpful like that. So you could try just booking in for an acupuncture session. Um, there's certain points that are better than others for just different things, like acupressure points. So I'm going to give you a couple of these ones if this is something that's hindering you from doing your goals um there's a certain point on your foot called bladder 62 i'm going to put up a little picture here um and that is for when you feel like the world is weighing you down um, it's just got a special little function like that it's one of the um sansa meow ghost points and what it's used for is sort of like feeling uh, like carrying the weight of the world like i'm just burdened by stuff and you can't it's hard to see beyond that sometimes right of course if you feel like that you feel like oh i'm just carrying such a heaviness to my life like there's such a difficulty and it might be because someone's passed away um you might have taken on a different responsibility in your family or in your you know um, like that can happen a lot when someone passes away another person then is sort of transferred the weight of something you might be running an organization you feel like the weight of it is just so hard it's so heavy so you know or maybe just worrying about what's going on in the world in general and it might not be stuff that you actually have responsibility over but you feel this weight of it you feel heavy from it well that point is a good point so what would you do with that you just press it so it's on your ankle 
you just kind of press the point. I can't get my foot up. <laughs> my foot up here. But I'll try and put a picture up there on the screen for you. So bladder 62 is one you can use. Another point is for um, clearing a foggy mind um, is stomach 40. So this is called Fung Lung Stomach 40. And this point's a little bit harder to find um, than just a stock standard sort of way. Okay, so I'm just going to sort of try to show you this point. So you have the bottom of your patella or the um, crease of your popliteal crease. I'll try not to use too many crazy words but your knee crease and then your ankle bone here so it's halfway between there now it's hard to divide that but you can see where the seam of my pants are that's really my gallbladder channel kind of want to be find the bone which is the the tibia bone here and just kind of come off that and you'll feel a little little depression and then another one out here so the one we want is kind of halfway between sort of the stomach and the the side of the leg now it all acupressure points are areas so you could just kind of press and you can tap and you can kind of go around that area just in a bigger space so you can see me sort of going around I like this little bird pecking method another thing you can try is also using those massage guns you know how you they sort of press into the point so I was doing that the other day my um, brother has one and um, both my brothers have one <laughs> and um, yeah, they're great because you can like press into your neck and stuff, but you can also press on the acupressure points with those massage guns. So that's something you could try. So we've got stomach 40. Now, what does stomach 40 do? It kind of helps clear phlegm and that heaviness of cloudy thinking. So if you feel just foggy headed, you're like, I can't think clearly, Marie. I just feel cloudy in my head. And in Chinese medicine we have this concept of like phlegm misting the mind and when that happens some people can get mentally ill from that like um, just different mental illnesses can make people you know have poor perception of the world and before you get to being mentally ill we're probably not watching this video if that's the case but you know you you can um, have a sort of a cloudiness of your thinking or it's just not clear right so that's what that point does. It kind of helps that clear, helps promote that clarity. Um, so if you have dampness, then uh, that's a symptom that often is associated with dampness, right? Which is this cloudy headedness. And um, without getting into too much detail, dampness and phlegm are very similar, but they're, they're not exactly the same. But um, for the purpose of this treatment, you know, they can be treated, they can be thought of as similar. So that brings me to my next thing. If that is the problem for you, you're feeling cloudy headed and like foggy headed, I would consider doing some fasting or a very light kind of diet around this time. So you're going to be benefited like your stomach area, your stomach and your intestines, your digestive systems going to be benefited by less food and less um, being bogged down less by the weight of the food. The, the job of doing digestion so around that time now i'm not suggesting you do fasting without the, the without the um check with your doctor what, what's okay for you so i'm not giving you advice to go and do long long periods of fasting but more <clears throat> do that under the advice of your own healthcare practitioner but also consider eating less food less volume of food certainly if you have a health condition like you have diabetes or you have any like low blood sugar issues or things like that please follow the advice that you have don't don't change that and do do something that might cause you to pass out or 
know, if you if you need to eat regularly, then do that. But you could try things like lighter meals, soup, and do that. Or, or a ketogenic diet is actually very conducive to more clearer thinking than a non-ketogenic diet. So you can kind of look up that. And that's why many people stick to a kind of a a kind of a. They will basically they have a ketogenic diet in the morning to, and lunchtime, and then in the evening they have carbohydrates so they can feel fuller and fall asleep easier. But just for clarity of thinking. Um, this is why intermittent fasting is kind of popular for people that want to be very productive first thing in the morning with their thinking. The last ones I want to give you for helping you with your goal setting is if you feel anxious and distressed and worrisome, like and like you know worrying a lot, anxiety, that kind of stuff, panic, you know, fearful about the future, that kind of stuff, and not. Not in a great place like that. So the points you could use would be on your hands here. So um, there's a point here. Um, so let's just say in general, like if that's if that's you just feel anxious and worrisome and fearful and that kind of stuff, um, then I would go for just these points across the wrist. So you can just kind of rub across there, and those points can just be used to calm your mind. They all have a calming the mind effect. If you've had a heartbreak. And you feel like your heart's been broken, like, you know, a loss of someone, um, even if you've lost a business or you've lost a, um, uh, sometimes even just something you were hoping for that didn't happen. Um, or someone's literally broken your heart, like, a, you know, a person has, has um, broken up with you and you, you know, you've lost a loved, you've lost someone, you know, a pet could die, like th these kinds of things, or, you know, you've lost that. And you go through a heartbreak, then um, this pericardium seven is the point for that. So you kind of press that in here. That's right in the center of the crease of the wrist. And that's what that point's great for. So you just kind of press that. And what you would do is you just kind of rub that. This is one of those ghost points as well. It's just a, a certain category of points that treat these specific mental, emotional, or life stage type of things. Is you'd lie down and you just press that point. So I'm just pressing it here with my thumb underneath my wrist. So you can just kind of press it and massage it. And just lie down and be pressing that and just allow those emotions to kind of come up that might kind of come up while you're pressing it. So you're sort of pressing it and you just, you know, maybe do some deep breathing. There's things called yoga nidra, which is a type of slow breathing mindfulness, these kinds of things, where you're not asleep but you're not moving around much and you can you could combine it with that if you wanted to and you're basically just going to lie down um, and press that point and just allow those emotions to kind of come up and let those things go let those things be dealt with um, and then finally there's a point on the back of the head here right which is do 16 so that's a bit of a harder one to find if you kind of put, put take your head and you go all the way back under your skull, right in the center. Okay, so you've got to be right in the middle and there's a little bulgy part there and just under that bulge, there's a little soft area. Um, you don't need to press in there too hard, but you just kind of press there. That is do 16, Fung Fu, and that is for when you feel resistant to change. Like you really, I don't like change. You're feeling like the world is changing around you and you're resisting that. Um, you feel like, you know, doesn't help the changes <laughs> not be there but um, it helps you be more flexible um, so if you're feeling like change is difficult 
um, you maybe you want to change or you want things to be better in your life, but you struggle with change. You struggle and you feel like it's not an easy change isn't change is usually not an easy thing for most people. But you that's got to do with like your ability to adapt and be okay with change has to do with your um, uh, wood flexibility, the, the, the water that nourishes the wood. So <clears throat> if you don't have much water there, then you can get very dry and brittle and snappy and, you know, easy angry. So that point can help with that. It's just one of those special, another special point. So you can actually press that by sort of pressing into that and just leaning back onto onto your bed. I'm just kind of pressing on that. Like I'm just using my thumb or my my index finger to kind of just press on that point. So hopefully those things are helpful in some way to you with the new year coming and setting goals and thinking about what you want for the new year. And the most important thing to be to remember is it's got to be what you want. And then they're your goals and you'll be more inclined to do them. Um, we can have another video about how to do the things <laughs> once you've decided what you want to do. But this is helping you to work out what you want to do. So after you've done some of these practices or all of these practices, then you can go back to the original one where you can sit down with a blank piece of paper and start to just write down what you want for yourself in the future. So let's just leave it at that. It can be no pressure to say in the next year or 10 years, but in the future, what do I want for myself? And then you can start to create from those statements. Or you can even state it as if it's happened. So I will be the healthiest I've ever been in 2023 you can start to then uh, give it some time like say you know this year I'm going to do this or I want to do this in this period of time you can start to use a, a process called smart goals which is um, specific measurable achievable time bound realistic s-m-a-r uh, yeah realistic and time bound so that's the acronym for SMART goals, and that's a great way of setting actual goals you can do. So for instance, if I said, I want to lose weight in 2023, or I just want to lose weight, it's not really a SMART goal. It's more just like an ambition. It's like, yeah, that's a good thing. It's an altruistic thing to do. But if I said, I'm going to lose 20 kilos in 2023, um, is that a SMART goal? If I said, I want to lose 50 kilos in 2023, it's not really a smart goal because it's not realistic. It's, you know, for one, I'd be, it was more than I actually would need to be, <laughs> right? Um, but it's also, if, even if I did need to lose 50 kilos or 50 pounds or whatever, if it's not, if that's not even possible, then that's silly to make that as part of your smart goal, right? So what's realistic is going to be very variable, right? For, for one person, they might say, I'd rather put five kilos because that's, realistic whereas it might be possible for you actually it is realistic if I really worked at it I could probably lose 20 kilos right so it's it depends on how you feel about that and also what is physically possible so don't try to bend the rules of physics <laughs> with your goals um, so keep it keep it with within those parameters but smart goals so specific measurable measurable means I'll know like a kilo is something I can measure right um, if I just said I want to lose weight, weight is, I can measure weight, but we haven't set an amount. So we don't know who, we don't know if we've, we've achieved it or not. So at the end of that SMART goal, there's got to be a sentence there where you know at a certain time I'll know if I've achieved it or not.
but all of these things are kind of to get you towards that because I know that's for some people like for me I was to be able to sit there and I'd be able to bang out smart goals till the cows come home no problem this video is more for people that struggle with the concept of getting even to the smart goals if you struggle with that um, then that's why I've made this video for you so you can kind of think about these processes um, before you get to that so I hope it's been useful and helpful click the subscribe button and I'll see you again on another video soon.